We've just been talking, Paul, about what a fabulous field it is for the uh, Queensland, uh, Queensland, the Australian PGA starting at Royal Queensland on uh, Thursday. And, of course, intrepid golf correspondent Jim Tucker is out there. There's 156 in the field. Not all of them would have played at Augusta. Jimmy has played at Augusta, so he might be able to pass on some tips to them. How are you, Jim? Mate, going uh, terrifically. I I don't think having 40 putts for 18 holes will uh, (laughs) translate very much to good advice. (laughs) You don't think they'll be seeking you out on the practice screen as a result of your one round at Augusta. Just a, a quick note on it, uh, Jimmy. That was when you were covering um, golf, obviously, and uh, there's some sort of ballot is there so the journos can play the day after the Masters finish. Yeah, it goes back right to the, the very beginnings of Augusta where uh, essentially the, the tournament had no profile at all and uh, the media really helped elevate it. And they keep this uh, really cool little tradition going where it's basically a cookie jar. Everyone puts in their business card at the start of the week and um, a group of about 20, 25 are pulled out out of over 500 worldwide. And uh, you get to play if your name gets pulled out. And if you get pulled out, uh, you're unable to play again for seven years. So it really is that unbelievably special occasion. And uh, I got pulled out uh, first time, which was uh, quite crazy. Now, if Ryan Fox uh, uh, runs into you this week, Jim, you're able to tell him what he can do at the uh, the Masters because he'll be playing at Augusta next year and he's here in, in Brisbane this week. Oh, he's a fabulous golfer and he's one of those guys who cut his teeth on the Australasian Tour. He was playing uh, things like the Queensland Open at Brookwater where he's uh, wheeling his own uh, pool trolley. Um, a really uh, top fellow and, and an excellent game. He's got a, a lot of length. Uh, so RQ will suit him, uh, and he's quite straight off the tee. So he'll end up with some uh, shorter irons into some of these greens. But the course designer, Mike Clayton, has really created a different sort of course where you've got uh, on multiple par fours and par fives, you've got different ways you can attack the uh, the greens and, and the pins, go left or go right of a, a waste area on different holes. Uh, the, there's a drivable par four on the back nine where you can have a real crack or maybe just lay up with an iron and uh, still have a, a false front to contend with. So some really interesting holes. And, Jim, uh, obviously uh, Cameron Smith is the headline act, and uh, that's not surprising. But just go through some of the other golfers who are here for the tournament. It's a wonderful field. Well, uh, apart from Cam Smith, you've got uh, Adam Scott, Masters champion, uh, Minwoo Lee, who didn't really get his head around the course last year or earlier this year, uh, he'll be uh, much improved. Uh, Jed Morgan. Uh, mm. Jed is something of a Queensland, a Royal Queensland specialist. He's a club member there, won an Australian amateur there, won the Australian PGA by a huge margin earlier this year. It was interesting talking to Cam Smith about him yesterday. Anyone who's followed the live golf results would see Jed mainly towards the bottom of the 48-man field. And you'd, you'd think that his game had dropped off, but Cam's take was pretty much he found himself as a small fish in a very big pond and uh, thrown in at the deep end, but learning all the time, a really engaging guy. And Cam said he's got a big game. Royal Queensland suits him. So uh, Jed Morgan, uh, back in familiar surroundings, uh, could well do quite nicely this week. And I guess that's a, an interesting point, guys. Uh, Adam Scott is a member of the club. Cameron Smith former penance player at the club, 
So there's a, a couple of the big names who really have a lot of history with the club and, and know how it, uh, how it plays. Jim, how fantastic is it having the Claret Jug here in Brisbane? And when Cam Smith got off his plane there at the Brisbane International Airport, had the the carry-on luggage was the Claret Jug, jug, and he got off wearing the old Brisbane Broncos cap, and he was in search of a beer and a 4X gold and a pie. And a pie. He said one pie. He said it was magnificent. And he took the trophy out to Wantima Country Club on Saturday uh, just with his mates. Uh, his dad, Des, was there. He's a former club champion. Des, ha- of course, had it uh, swinging by the by the handle and passing around to his mates. Uh, so people were taking photos, uh, having a swig out of the claret jug. And it was, it was pretty cool, for, as Cam said. It's pretty neat for a little Northside club to have the claret jug in a place like that. And he really is soaking up everything. I, I think getting the rhythm of Brisbane again, his hometown for the first time in three years, is more important than hitting another 100 golf balls on the driving range. I, I think getting his equilibrium back with the his hometown means as much to his chances of winning. And he was smiling yesterday. They tried to pull off the Guinness Book of Records world's largest golf lesson on the uh, driving range yesterday. And, uh, Jimmy, we speak to Mark but. Bain about rugby matters earlier today. He's out there as a volunteer driving a courtesy car. Um, he's been out there since, I think, 4 o'clock this morning. You're turning up at a little more civilised time, but he said the uh, course was in beautiful condition. What you saw of it yesterday when you are out there, would you agree with that? Oh, completely. I think uh, Royal Queensland, you have to understand that RQ hadn't hosted a, a tournament since 2001. I, I would say, uh, in the nicest way, they've been a bit of a closed shop for... Uh, almost a secret venue for over 15 years and just the magnificence of uh, winning the rights to be the Olympic golf course coming back Mm. online as a major tournament venue has just reinvigorated the minds at the club. Um, The conditioning of the fairways is another level to what it was earlier in the year for the Australian PGA, which is fantastic. They've taken a vote finally. Out the back of the course is a wonderful little area which encompasses some of the old holes of Royal Queensland, which was on the other side of the gateway. They've finally given the nod to make that a short course. So there'll be a nine-hole short course there. So what that can do is uh, they can take nine holes out of play on the main course and, and use the back half of the course so they can do some little adjustments and renovations for the Olympics and also for future Australian PGAs. So that's a really good development. Course is in great nick. Uh, more corporate facilities in better places. Uh, they've really taken it to another level, and it will be fantastic. Thursday, Friday, I think there'll be a lot of long lunches and mm. people just disappearing to the golf. And we, we've just seen the DP Tour come to an end uh, in the Middle East, and a lot of those players are making their way here to, to add to this field, not just the Australians we know, but the Hoygaard twins are going to be here, Adrian Moronk. These guys have all won on that DP World Tour. It's great to have them here in Brisbane. Yeah, and golf aficionados will, will know that Hoygaard t- twins will really fire up in, in the coming years, and, and that's often the case. You see some European players play in Australia, and then uh, two or three years later when they win a big tournament overseas, you go, hang on, I, I saw him at the Australian PGA. So it really adds a, a lovely bit of depth. But, but I think one of the greatest things about this tournament, not one person has said, oh, where are the overseas players? They know the tournament is completely carried 
by the star power of Cam Smith, by the star power of Adam Scott, Mark Leishman, Minwoo Lee, Lucas Herbert, top 100 in the world. It's Ryan Fox. It's carried by all the Australasian players, which is an absolute fantastic development for, for golf in this region. Andrew just said before, talking off air, Cameron Davis is here as well. And we made mention of the young uh, Sydney side of Harrison Endicott who's making his way on the American PGA Tour. So they're Aussies coming back home. There's a lot to look forward to, Jimmy. Oh, completely. And I want to see Harrison Crow because I've seen that little uh, YouTube video where he, he's had a couple of pints and he's stuck the ball on a tee in the pavement at St Andrews. Oh, yeah. Yes. Played it over a couple of buildings and landed on the 18th green. <laughs> now, that's the sort of golfer I want to play with. That's right. Well, I tell you what, if Cam Davis brings his President's Cup form with him, he'll be pretty hard to toss. He was a real eye-opener yes. in that President's Cup. I think he was a pick, uh, captain's pick and everyone was going, oh, really? Uh, but he uh, proved it was a very wise selection. Oh, he, he's an excellent golfer. Um, he got on the US Tour quite early, uh, relatively, and is plying his trade over there. Uh, so he's been less seen in Australian tournaments, but a really uh, high-calibre player. An Australian Open already in his kit bag, and that's what Cameron Smith's aiming at later in the summer, trying to nail that first Australian Open. Jimmy, it's always a pleasure. Unfortunately, news is going to beat us. We won't get you a chance for you to talk about the Wallabies, which might be a good thing for you. I think the Wallabies need a bit of a, a pause anyway. So uh, I think they've got good things ahead, but uh, some challenges at the moment with plenty of injuries. Jimmy, this this... PGA, Australian PGA this weekend. So much to look forward to. Really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, good stuff.